up, what up is you, me? And we're back. Back on attack. So what's new? Man, a lot, actually. A lot is new. Still on those hair on those hair journeys. So that's not really new, but you I got new like growth. She had a roller set. <laughs> like them sponge, the pink ones. Yeah, she looks like she has some rollers in her head. I feel like I got some rollers in my head. I feel like a mushroom top, like right now, like it's just like mushroom on top of my head, and the sides is nothing. It looks like you had a curly roller set in. Hey, you know what? I remember when my stepsister moved to Texas, and on her first day of school, she okay. So y'all don't notice, but my stepsister has literally, literally had the same hairstyle since she was fourteen, and she's like forty something now. But when she first moved to Texas, um, the first day of school, she did two things that like I genuinely like didn't. Well, one of them I did notice, but I let her go that way, and the other one I didn't notice at all. So the first thing was she wore two different shoes on accident because she was so nervous. Yeah, cause she, you know, like flats kind of look the same. She said she yeah. wore a blue and a black one, and okay. then, and then, and like the way it worked was like we rode the bus. Even though I went to middle school and she went to high school, it just it's how it worked. She we rode the bus together and it dropped me. It dropped all the middle school kids off first and then it dropped off the high schools because we were like, we were in the county but kind of far, not kind of far, but farther than most kids. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the other thing she did was leave. Um, one of those curlers in her bang. Oh, in the front bang. In the front bang, yeah. And I yeah. let her, I let her get on the um, bus like that. She let her play herself. Yeah, she totally played herself. She said she got to school. And was like, cutie. And on top of he that, she had two her. different shoes. I just forgot. You know, she just that was her fault. How was it her fault? Because she should have remembered. She first of all, I was supposed to look at her shoes. They was flat, so I definitely wasn't paying attention. Also. To you no were supposed flats. to help her out. No, you're right. But like, if she had on some fly shoes, I'd have been. I would have noticed. But she just oh, had. Okay, a, so you weren't you weren't noticing because of the style of shoe. Right, like she just had such a regular regular, not regular regular. No offense, <laughs> my sister, but you know she just wore like girly clothes, and I was such a tomboy that I was like, unless she was like in some kicks, I wasn't paying attention to your feet. I get that. Yeah. So, anyways, curlers go hard. <laughs> so, um. How's your hair going? My hair is shooting out of my head. Yeah? It's growing at rapid speeds. My That's hair is really growing. It looks horrible, but it's really growing. <laughs> yeah. It's at that point where even under a hat, it's like, oh, you've got, like, the easy e-fro coming out. You know, it's funny you say that, because I thought the same thing, like, earlier today. I was like, she kind of looked like easy. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks. Um, That's what's starting to happen. I've got that easy e-side fro coming out. <clears throat> but it's growing. Good. you got to go through it. You do. I gotta tuck my hair behind my ears because if I don't, it just it just sits over the ears. It looks a mess, yeah, but it's growing. Still no color, still no clippers. We're good to go. You are. We came into my barbershop the other day and they was like, "Oh my god!" They were so happy to see you. Yeah, I have no desire to cut or color my hair, so that's a good thing. That's what's up. Um, So you should tell them about. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. I'm saying you should tell them about like your last two nail. Nail, uh, oh, I had to cuss the first nail lady two, out today. Per, first, the one from <laughs> two weeks ago, though. Oh, I don't think shit. we. Would... Did I talk about that? I don't think we oh. did. So, I don't do like nails on. I've tried to do it for many years, and I just take them off within a couple of days. So I don't do that anymore. Um, I'm very happy with just my nails. Um, but I keep my nails short. If I don't have like tips on, I don't like length on my nails. But I have naturally long nail beds. So it's really fine. 
I wanted to, well, last week I was just getting a gel manicure and I'm really picky about how they touch my cuticles because they be going ham. Like you have no feeling attached. Right. You no nerves attached like to that you. Like that 30 seconds of water just removes the feeling out of your fingers. Right. It doesn't. Right. So this lady was going ham on my cuticles and she fucking cut me bad. Like I'm bleeding. Oh my God. And I had to tell her like, yo, you need to pay attention to that and she was like oh and she kind of like just dabbed it with some alcohol and then my finger oh, continues no. to bleed and i'm like Damn, no like give me something like give me something it's not whatever so that was that and then this week i go to the nail shop and i wanted a gel manicure and a pedicure now i wasn't necessarily in need of a pedicure it had been two weeks but like polish stays on my feet well like i don't yeah. You know, pick rocks with my feet. Right, your feet ain't out there in the world like yeah. that. So I was like, I didn't necessarily need a pedicure, but I definitely needed a manicure because I just don't like... Like, I had just taken gel off from that time that they tried to chop my finger off. And then I just... I wanted another gel manicure. Right. So that's what I went for. But the lady looks at me and she's like, oh, your nails are too short to polish. Mm-hmm. My nails aren't short. Like, my, I don't have length on my nail, but I have a long nail bed. So, that was irritating because I already had a pedicure, and then apparently my nails are too short to polish <laughs> now, so I couldn't have a manicure. So, I went off on her. Damn. I was upset, and I was like, you know what, never mind, I'll have somewhere else to do it, never mind, never mind, never mind. Then after there, we went to the grocery store, and I had to cuss the lady out at the grocery store. Man, she did. <laughs> uh, because people think that, that it's okay to bump into you and not say, excuse me. And if you're pulling me with you, then you've bumped into me far too hard. Right. So she bumps into me and is, like, pulling me back, like, by my bag. And she, I was like, excuse you. And she's all, I was saying, excuse me. But this bitch said it under her breath. Like, I saw her say it under her breath. Just like, like not right. like nothing. Like, you almost knocked me over. Yes. And she's like, I was going to say, excuse me. I'm like, I saw you. You weren't. And she's like, oh, calm down. I was like, you calm down. (laughs) It was an old white lady, too. Yeah. Man. I feel like like the rules of the road as far as, like, bumping into people are, like, you should never bump into anyone, like, first of all, like, ever. Like, that shit is, like, just fucking pay attention and you won't bump into people. You know, outside of, like, turning and not realizing someone was right there. But, like, right. people just will straight walk right into you the, sometimes. And I'm like, first of all, like, it's never, like, why would you, why do you want to touch me, let alone and, be touched by me? Like, And I'll let you get away with, like, a tap, fine. Right. Shit like, happens. If you're you, pulling me now. You're pulling, yeah. Like, if you bump into someone, face like, going in their direction, like, in all honesty, it should happen so quick that not even you realized it. And right. you're immediately apologizing. Right. Like, it shouldn't, like, I don't understand, like, why that, like, it shouldn't take no time. That means, like, that was just some rude shit. But, bitch, you pulled me back. Like, yeah. I had to, like, take two steps back because you pulled me. And I had enough time to turn around and look at you and see that you're just mumbling, excuse me, under your breath. You weren't saying excuse me. Did like, she tell you, you to chill out or something? told me chill out. I was like, you chill out. And give her the smile with the thumbs up. I feel like a smile and a thumbs up is way more fuck you than a middle finger. Because it says, like. I'm happy with an <laughs> with an attitude. Right, like, everything's right. Everything's good here. Fuck you. Fuck you, figure. I feel like I I can't remember the last time I gave anybody the finger. Like for real. I don't think I ever like. No, I, I give thumbs up. Yeah. Even when people are driving. Oh, uh, I do. Stupid, I, I give do give, give this like, one. That was, that was this really one cool. Person's house. I'm not gonna say who it is, but somebody who uh, um, was real rude and then pulled into they 
where they live. I, I flip them off every day, but that's just for me. That's just pity. <laughs> I just feel like a thumbs up is like so much more effective because you're like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Fucking you awesome, fucking man. idiot. Right. Fucking it's awesome. so cool. I'm going to start doing that. I like that. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's like a passive aggressive way of being like, like you're fucking idiot. Right. Just like, oh, that was so cool. Fucking right, so man. cool. So fucking right. You're doing great. You're so great. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so um, Wakanda forever in this bitch. We have not we have not talked to you guys um, since Black Panther came out, and we did go see it last week. Unfortunately, I was out of town during the weekend, so we had to wait till Monday. But unfortunately, we were thirty minutes late. I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> it happened because Christina put us in the group text. She was like, "Wakanda at four? We were like, "Hell yeah, four o'clock!" Right. We get there, and she's like, oh, shit. It was at 3.30. Who brought it? Like, Christina did. Christina bought all of our tickets. You know, like, she got the tickets. I gave her the money. She oh, that's what's tickets. up. Okay. So it was just like a Venmo situation. Like, okay, cool, 4 o'clock. I'm not checking because I'm not ordering the tickets. I just sent her the money. Right. I'm not ordering the tickets. Right. Oh, she had the tickets. You didn't even have the ticket. That's no, right. No, I didn't have the tickets. I sent her the money for the ticket. So we get there, and she's like, ah, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? And she's like, it started 30 minutes ago. I'm like, okay, how? Like, we've been waiting around. Yeah. Like, we had the day off. Right. Like, we purposely got there at that right. time. Like, and we granted, were we were around. a little late because of the Uber driver. Well, we could have been there at 3.30. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't like but we didn't four know it was, was for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we were playing on four because I should put in the group text. But it was 3.30. Never mind. Nonetheless, we missed <laughs> about 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And uh, I feel like my life isn't complete as far as Black Panther thoughts because I don't know what I missed in the beginning. Yeah. And so we got there, and I found myself, like, trying to catch up, because we missed the character-building parts. Yeah, we missed just we enough. We came in already in the action. Even though we didn't miss much, it was like, we came in when shit was already going down. Yeah. We came in after, clearly, he his father died, and he became yeah the new Black Panther. Cause, like, and we he... saw his father die, but... Oh, we did? Yeah. But it was kind of like maybe a flashback. I don't know. I feel like we missed important parts. Yeah, we totally did. Because I think there's a scene. In fact, I know there's a scene where the white dude with the thing on his hand. Yeah. That like mechanical shit. Like mm-hmm. that, like, I think there's a scene. Well, we'll see tomorrow. We're, we're, we got tickets to go tomorrow, y'all. We're being but adults. Going at 7.30 on a weekday. On a weekday. We got this. Yeah. We're grown. We can do mm-hmm. this. We're not going to be too tired for the next day. 7.30. That's only 30 minutes before our bedtime. But... <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think there's a, I think he steals it or something, and we missed that part. Okay, yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we, and I also feel like Killamonger, is that his name, Killamonger? I don't whatever. know what I The dude, the deluxe. Yeah, I also think he, they show him before we see him. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, and okay. I feel like, you know, like, we missed something there. So, anyways, but, yeah, so we, we're going back tomorrow, and we're going to check it out in 3D. Like, just, we figured might as well change it up a little bit. We're going to see it again, you know, catch the beginning, get there early. Have a drink. Have a drink, and then see it in 3D, so it's even cooler and in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so shout out to to um, to Black Panther, man. That movie's killing it in the box office right now. Um. Speaking of Black Panther. Yeah. The guy that was in the fur. Uh, I don't know character's name. The fur. He was in the fur and he barked. Oh, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Teddy from Black and <laughs> The Crow. King of the Gorillas. Yeah. So he came to my office. Uh, the other day, and I missed him, but I was laughing with my cousin because she was like, oh my god, he's so fine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then she looks back in the Chronicles where he has no beard and is like not in the costume, and she's yeah. like, oh my, ew. Like, <laughs> oh my god. 
Right. And find out from from my coworkers, like he's like six seven, like he's a big dude, That's but. Tall. He doesn't normally have facial hair. Uh-uh. And so me and my cousin went on this whole tangent. Uh, my cousin, Niaje, we went on this whole tangent of how beards are the makeup for men. They absolutely are. Because you could look like a whole bottle of ass. Right. But put a beard on. Give some and tats. And like, damn, like, that's looking like a, what you young people looking call like a, a snack. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking like a snack. You take that beard off and you're like, ew. Right. So it's like totally makeup for men. I feel like if you're a dude and you're lucky enough to be able to grow a nice thick beard, you man, get you a nice beard and a and a flies haircut. You're set. Just bitches. <laughs> you know That's like mean? one of my coworkers. Not to say I'm not gonna say his name, but and he's married and trying to have a baby. But he always talks about shaving off his beard. Yeah. And it's like don't do that. Don't shave your beard. No, don't just don't do it. It's a good look on dudes. Like, and though you're married and whatever, but even his wife says, please don't shave off your beard. Yeah. Just don't do it. But I could imagine, well, I couldn't imagine, but it, it'd be interesting if, like, I wonder what that feels like to just have, like, hair on your face all the time. Well, Will, my other coworker, says, like, there's it, there's an itchy point in the in-between. There's an itchy point of it. Like, yeah. when it, you first cut it off, it's fine, but then when it's growing, it's itchy, and then when it grows out, it's fine, and so it starts to, like, touch your neck, so then you got to get the neck lined yeah. up. Yeah. But he was like, it's itchy for a while. Yeah, see, like, feel like like that was up. Yeah, but then you just get past it. Yeah, you just get past it's it. It's like when your vagina hair is growing out. It's like when your, I was going to say, when your vagina hair is yeah. growing out, it can be itchy, you know? Yeah. Prickly and, like, and shit. But it's still too short to, like, really shave, shave it off. Man. Sometimes so, yeah. I'll be like, fuck, I'm going to shave it off. Yeah. Yeah, them, them ticklies. Speaking of other things we Speaking were watching on the television. Vaginal hair and sexual things. My um, 600 pound life. Yeah, that is one of our guilty pleasures, y'all. It's an extreme guilty pleasure of ours. Um, this week was particularly special. It was so good. Uh, there's a woman by the name of Lisa. Was that her name? I was going to say, I don't know. Lisa was 704 name. pounds. 704, guys. And she had maggots coming out of the folds of her flaps. <laughs> out of her, out of her What rolls. in the entire fuck? Like, how do you get to that space in life? The Where? worst was that... And you managed to... Like, and she had a boyfriend. So, okay, let's rewind. Ow. If you don't watch this show, it's a show about extremely overweight people, hence the name, My 600-pound life. What? Most of them... My 600-pound life. Most of them are 500-plus um, pounds. Yeah. We see a lot of... Yeah. And fives. They all seem to have spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, um, and family that loves them more than I would ever love anyone. Anyone. Um, <laughs> Like on planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I love Yumi. Nope. Nah. I love my mother. Nope. What I love if my I was sister just sitting Carmen. In a bed nope. And a split all day I love like Nika. That lady. Nope. I couldn't do it. Because yeah. there are smells attached to fat. Or just just not even fat. Like just to the lack of cleanliness that most likely comes. To the lack of the fact that you don't get out of this bed. goddamn bed to even go to the be, bathroom or shower. Right. Like no. you could be skinny as shit, but if you just set your ass in a bed all the time, you'd be funky. Especially too. if you're a girl, like you have Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's 704 pounds, and there's a point where her daughter's the one taking care of her, and she's like, baby, like, I've got, like, like something hurts right here. Like, it, it hurts. I've got an itch, whatever. She Man. rolls over. Her daughter's like, there's maggots coming growing out of coming there. out of the which means a fly landed <laughs> right this is how maggots that's what are i was produced. thinking i was like well how did they that get means there? several flies landed on you laid eggs and now you have maggots 
Because that is how maggots are formed. That's is by flies that lay eggs. Disgusting. And so they laid eggs in the, in the folds of your fat. Of your body. And you didn't know. And you thought it was an itch. That shit wasn't no itch. And then at one point, they roll over and she's like, yeah, my back has been hurting a little bit. My back. And they roll this bitch over. She got a little fungus. Yeah. On her back. A fungus. Yeah, he was like, you see that black stuff? That black stuff keep coming off her skin. The doctor was like, that is a fungus. That is a fungus. Patrick Frazier, one of my coworkers, was like, so she's like the universe. She's got fungus. She is Mother Earth. Yeah, she is Mother Earth. She is becoming a tree, like for real. grow plants off that bitch. Man. And then he was the- fertilizer. The best part, well, there was a lot of best parts. Best part one, this motherfucker had a boyfriend. Hubert. Hubert, <laughs> a whole ass man mm-hmm. who stayed with her, cooked mm-hmm. for her, kissed, was like, we're going to get married. Like, Hubert loved this woman. And the nutritionist comes over. Man. Tries to clear out her freezer. Yep. Here come these ice cream sandwiches. Did it come? After she's blamed every food item on the fridge on him. Yeah, Tostitos. Who's Tostitos it is? Oh, Hubert. Oh, that's Hubert. Oh, who, uh, who eating this ice cream? Hubert. Right. Uh, uh, What's who? this huge box of, do- box of donuts? Oh, those are Oh, that's Hubert. Like, I don't even like donuts. Yeah, I don't even like donuts. I hate donuts. Right, bitch, like, you are 104 pounds. pounds. It's safe to say you'll eat a television. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they pull up these, these ice cream sandwiches. Right. And she goes, oh, I reward... Hubert with those with sexual favors. Oh my god! <laughs> Bitch, you can't move your Bitch. neck. Right. What kind like, of sexual kind favors of, what, are you providing? Like, you got maggots and a fungus. Right. So Hubert putting his dick in the slides of your of I your feel fat. Like, what is he just like slouching over her with the tea bag? Like, oh, baby, suck my balls. You can't move. Right. You can't move. Like, how you give me? She can't give no head. Can't give her head. Her can't body move that was too much. First of all, here's the best part, guys. So we, at first, okay, so this is how Morgan and I watch TV together. Judgmental as fuck, right? But we keep it between us. But something will happen, and we'll just look at each other. And then we'll just look back at the TV and try not to laugh. Or something else will happen, and we'll just be like, okay, right? So all of a sudden, she says, like, oh, I, I use these ice cream bars for, for Hubert, for, for reward. And, like, I had this moment over here on my side, because we have a king-size bed. So, like, we got room. We be in this bed, like, close but not, right? I'm sitting back, and I was like, I felt slow. I was like, wait, is she? There's no way that's what she meant. No. And I'm sitting over here in my brain, in my own quietness, feeling this way. And I felt like, I'm not even going to ask Morgan, because there's no way. And then, like, two seconds later, Morgan looked at me like, Wait, is she talking about? Y'all completely dropped like what? Just, what? Right. Uh, so we uh, was both we both sat there for a solid five seconds, just like, uh, like mouth just open, and then we weren't sure. So we let the scene end. We're like, well, maybe no. There's no way she's definitely not talking about sex. Like she's just talking about reward. Like you know, she kisses him or whatever, right? So then the the fucking dietitian gets on camera, and she was like, Lisa, really likes to joke around with the sex talk. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> that's when we lost it. We were like, we were right. We knew it. We were like, oh my oh god. Oh my god. I screamed into my pillow to the point I drooled. Yeah. I was like, it was oh so bad. My god. And then later on, Hubert, she said to Hubert when she didn't lose no weight, because you know, of course, she went to the doctor and he was like, yeah, you gained fifteen pounds, mm-hmm. right? And then so she get back home and she was all sad. She was like, I just, just think I need to give up. 
And so Hubert was, she said to Hubert, I'm hungry. So he was like, what do you want? She said, I want some pizza, right? And he was like, doctor said you're not supposed to have pizza. And she said, I get what I want. She said, and if you give me what I want, I know what you want. I'm going to give you what you want. Like, I was like, what oh, my want, God. Fungus and these mac- like, you want like, fungus? Ew. and ma- like I feel like she has to smell like doo-doo pies. Oh, God. Man. But then that we were wondering, we were like, how often, are they either shitting nonstop or not shitting at all? Right. Like, at that weight, your body is so fucked up. Like, I've determined, right. because, like, in the reverse, if you're anorexic, you yeah. don't really have a menstrual cycle. So you're if you're obese, you probably yeah. don't either, because your body is completely shut down. Like, it's not operating right. correctly. Right. So they're just sitting there like, not all going day, to the bathroom, Or you you're think? not really shitting. Oh, my God. That would be horrible. Anyway, it's disgusting. So you wouldn't stand by any of your family Fuck members? Fuck no. Mommy, I love you, but Best. not that much. <laughs> I don't. Best friends? Mm-mm. I would love you up to like 350 pounds. Why 350? Because that can be helped. Like, I would send you to a you at Equinox and be like, yo, she's still moving. She's still functional. You know, whatever. But she's morbidly obese. Yeah. But past the point where I'm like, and you know what? Here, here's how I know I'm not I'm not set up to be that support system for someone. Why? Because they're all like, oh, I'll, I feed her because she yells at me if I don't. Man, that's just the I would understand. be like, yo, here's like, our bedroom. And, and we have a big-ass bedroom. Our bedroom is big. Yeah, we have a big-ass bedroom. So You could fit two king-size beds. Yeah, here. you could fit two king-size beds. They're easy some. and still have room. Yeah, plenty of room. So I would be like, yo, your be- your food is in that closet doorway. Walk-in closet. It's at the very end of the back wall. Go get it. Man, you lo- you nice. Go get it. And I'm leaving. Because like, you're, like, you're not going to go pick it up. You're not going to... You can't yell at me. I, there's your food. I'm feeding you. It's over there. Go get right. up and get it. And I'm out. I don't need to sit around here and watch you and then they and be talk like, to you. Go get the food. If you're so hungry, get, get up and get it. And you can see it. Food. It's right there. Right. Go get it. Oh, you can't? Well, then shut the hell up. And here's this romaine lettuce. The best is I'll even give you like, iceberg because it's higher water content. Higher water content. <laughs> Shit. Um, the best though is like they'll be like, "Well, I'll just order it," and I'm like, "Why do they have access to anything?" Right. If you how are, you can open the door though. Right. If you're so over, oh, you okay. Can open the so door? guess what? Who was telling me about this? Um, shit. It might maybe it was somebody at work. That's you one leave thing. the note. The door is open. No, 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 check this out. So there was like some documentary, I guess, on this same kind of situation, like people five, six hundred, seven hundred pounds, right? Some years ago, and um, this had to be at work. Somebody was telling me this, and so in the documentary, um, the dude um, who was, I guess, we'll call it seven hundred pounds, six hundred pounds, or whatever, like that, he couldn't, he couldn't get up, he couldn't do anything, right? Mm-hmm. But he would order food, um, and he had a bucket attached to a rope. And he would and like Rapunzel it down. Yes, he would throw the money in the bucket down, like you know, all the way to the and the the delivery drivers would know to put the food back in there. and He pull it back up. What if you're not by a window? Well, yeah, he got lucky. Yeah, that's crazy though. I would even know. No, that would just be no, no. I mean, one thing I can say is like, if I had a family member, well, I do, but like you know, if I had a family member who had like a mat, like a severe drug problem, and like collectively, like with other family members, we're like. Like, I would absolutely step in and be like, like, if I like, you need an intervention. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would do that for a family member if, like, I could get enough, you know what I mean? And I feel like in that same situation, like, when someone's, like, six, seven hundred pounds, like, why are y'all all sitting around enabling this? But I feel like that's a cultural 
background difference. Like, we were watching the documentary on um, Death Row. Yeah. And Snoop's mom was like, when I found out he was selling drugs in my house, I kicked him out the Kicked's house. You ain't doing this shit in here. You're yeah. not doing this. Because we got other siblings that aren't living that life. Get right. out. And I feel like I would apply the same thing. Like, yo, I've given you the tools and I've worked my ass off for you to just be alive. Right. And you're going to sit up in house. this house and eat. You're going to eat yourself to death. Get out. Get out. How dare you? What you need? Right. Get out. Get out. Right. You know what's crazy too about that is there's so many. Right. (laughs) It looks really nice. I feel like there's like a lot of people on that show who are 600 pounds and they get up and they move and walk themselves everywhere. And then there's people who we saw like at lesser weights Mm -hmm. who were like, I just can't move. Anyway, if you don't watch the show, you're not even feeling what we're saying right now. Yeah, you're probably not. But you guys should check it out. It's a dope ass show. It's called My 600 Pound Life. There's another show called um, Family by the Ton. They'll disappoint you as well. Yeah, they'll they'll totally disappoint you. And they be feeling happy about themselves. They're like, oh my God, we did so good. I was 90 pounds. The aunt sits in the bed like a big baby and it's really cute. That's the best part. It's like low key cute. No, she's so dope. (laughs) She is cute. Mm -hmm. She's like a big ass baby. Yeah, she's cute. She just sit in the bed. She just weight, but she's cute. Yeah, she just sit in the bed in a split with toes out. Just. just, And she even laughed about it like after she lost enough weight to be more mobile. Yeah. Uh, she see, was I didn't like, see that part. Yeah, like the, at the end, she was like, she's like, I, I don't even really sit in my splits no more. Yeah, she said <laughs> it was super cute. Yeah, it was dope, yeah. But they, they definitely all should have lost more weight. But, yeah. you know, I, that's their journey, so. But yeah, so those are those are some of our guilty pleasures. There's another show called Dr. Pimple Popper, which we have not gained the courage yet. Yeah, Patrick at work says it's horrible. It's bad. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't watch it then. I love a good pimple pop, but I have to love you to pop a pimple. Like, I'm not just going around. Well, that's a That's fair. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos where I'm like, Oh, you have? You have? There's one. There's one where the dude's like on the back of his neck and it's really big. And he's sitting with his back. It's fucking disgusting. That's the one I've watched. I haven't watched anything past that. Yeah. Like, it's like one of those things that you didn't mean to watch it. But you, you also do. couldn't turn away, and then you feel, then you just like, but it was like so it much ruins your fake. life. I'm like, how does this even happen? Right, like, damn, people got shit like that, like pimples that big. Let me not be complaining about my tiny ass pimples. Yeah, because that would be horrible. But anyway, what's up with you guys? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing at all. Well, listen, February is is coming to a wrap. We smashing goals. This man. That's what we're gonna go into. Here, here's our subject. So. All right. oh. We talked about being in the in-between with you. Oh, yes. That's another thing. Okay. Anyway, we talked about being in the in-between with you guys, which we, you're constantly in it's in some aspects of your life, point blank and period. You're always in the in-between with some things. But yes. you, me, and I really um, focus on manifesting our goals. Yeah. And in one way or the other, we put focus and attention toward what we are trying to achieve. And though we have strong days and we have weak days, we still know what our overall vision is. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, pat on the back to us, because we are killing it right now. We really are. Yumi is, I'm so proud of this little lady right here. Mm-hmm. My little tulip. <laughs> she, when I first met Yumi, she was very confident, but for the lack of the better word, scared at the same time. Um, didn't really know her power. Knew it, but wasn't really ready to voice it. I'll say that. She's always known her power, mm-hmm. but she wasn't really ready to put it out there for the world to see. Mm. And then, um, 
through our relationship and fuck relationship, but like our friendship building. Yeah, for sure. Um, our our friendship and really becoming best friends with each other because relationships can teach you things that are necessarily beneficial in a professional way. So I'll say our um, our friendship building and our us like really forming a bond together as best friends because that's my best friend first and foremost. Um, I've seen a huge shift in her and her stepping into her power and her not being afraid to speak her truth and then <clears throat> going back and analyzing you know herself if she if she feels self-doubt and things or whatever but this little lady has mm-hmm. really stepped up and used her voice and used her platform and recognized her power in a way that finally her company is like oh shit I see it too like okay well let's really let's make some moves let's do something to and and in the way that is attached to what her overall picture is yeah and i say all that to say uh without giving details cuz there's only so many details i i just don't i don't want to go into detail but <laughs> okay don't go into detail <clears throat> cuz i don't know who listens you know true but um the power of manifestation is amazing and the power of manifestation when you can step away from fear mm. is amazing say that again um and i talked about this on my youtube video but living it and seeing it from someone outside of myself is a different perspective and seeing it in someone that didn't really know or understand new manifestation but didn't completely understand it and then stepping into that is amazing. I say all that to say is what you want wants you. Period. But you have to be in alignment with that. And you have to do it so unapologetically unapologetically so and loud mm-hmm. and proud mm-hmm. and push through those walls to the point where you may have to call, you know, your best friend, your mom, your dad, whoever, your counselor, whoever it is and mm-hmm. be like work fucking sucked today and here's why. Because they weren't hearing me. But then you don't shut down. You keep pushing. Yeah. And you keep moving forward. Or I felt unheard in this situation. And I'm just trying to prove this point. And I'm not trying to fight back. I'm not trying to resist. But this is what I'm here for. Yeah. And keep doing it in a way that you make people believe it. And I have seen Yumi do that in a good... I'd give you even six months. Oh, work? Work-wise, yeah. I mean, it, ha- it happened fairly quickly. That's awesome. Really. But in this past month or so, she bust down a lot of walls. And, and, and she was seeing that, at least on the outside looking in, seeing that the universe works with you. But that goes positive or negatively. If you're focusing on what you want, the universe will get right in alignment. And again, this is exactly what I talked about on my YouTube page today. If, this, if you focus on what you want, the universe does that. And it's not to say that you're not going to have a bad day. You will have bad days. It's not going to say you uh, will have non-successful days. You will. It's not to say that every day is going to be a win because it won't. But you keep pushing. And you stand up for what you want. You stand up for what you believe in. You stand up for what you know to be your truth. And then you sit back and go, oh, shit, people are listening. People are listening. People are moving. And you know why? Because you made that alignment with the universe. And everybody else has no choice but to get in line with it. Yeah. And I saw that with you, man. It's, it's, very, it's very good to see because she's made some huge movements these past couple of weeks. And those movements are then spiraling into other things. And that creates a vibration. 
for herself and for prime performance and for You Love Me and everything else. But she didn't stop pushing. She kept pushing. And that doesn't mean that that didn't come with tears. There were some days that there were tears and a level of, fuck it. Damn. And But you get up the next morning and you say, no, not fuck it, because it's for me, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting anyone stop me from that. And because she kept doing that, the universe goes, okay, you really want this. Well, I got you. Let's, let's make it happen. And you keep moving forward. Forward, yeah. forward, 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 forward movement. And stay in alignment with what you want. So I'm very proud of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It was, like, so sweet, babe. I feel like I just did a speech. I'm sorry, y'all. No, I'm not. That's amazing. I never... You... Oh, you're you so sweet. You did know. Don't say you never knew. Not never knew. No, I'm not saying I never knew. But, like, I... That's... That was really dope to hear you say. For such a long voice, time. I never knew. I never knew. <laughs> I never crispy edges. I never knew. I never knew. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I feel like um, Morgan and I, in, in a lot of ways, and I, I guess, like, for me, I thought that, like, we, what's kind of dope about our relationship is, like, the ways in which we are figuring out that we're good for each other change. Yeah. And they evolve. And when they're in a changing space, it feels weird. It's almost like the times where we feel disconnected is like us evolving a little bit. And connecting further. And con- Yes. And sometimes it feels combative. It can be combative at times, yeah. And that might be us just not allowing the universe to just be. Do you know what I mean? But I said all that to say is like we go through these times, which I think most relationships would do, where you feel connected and you feel disconnected and you feel, you know. And I don't mean like disconnected on some like, you know, give me my Letterman jacket back. Like, you know, like. I'm moving out. Like breaking up. We have matching sneakers. Give me the left foot back. Right. Like, no. no, I don't mean like that disconnected. I just mean like, hey, like where are we at? Like sometimes we're like super lovey and other times we're like here, right? But like I feel like after hearing you say that, it makes me feel like that's what's happening in those times where we seemingly feel a little disconnected because we always come back stronger. Mm-hmm. Like when we connect back, it's mm-hmm. really it's like it's a really strong connection. And I and I also feel like, you know, what so so I, it's almost like I I hate to say this, but I almost don't even remember some of the stuff that we felt super connected on when we first got together. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, but there were, remember how much shit we felt like, oh man, like, that's so much. You like this? I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> you liked it? You know what I mean? And now, you know what it is? I think w- the way in which we connected as a new couple, which most probably do, is, was a, on some more superficial things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you like the Golden Girls? So do I. You know, but like, what's been really exciting to see is <laughs> Morgan's combing her hair out and it hurts. the curls are getting stuck. It hurts. <laughs> But, like, what's really, it's really dope to see is, like, the ways in which that we feel that, you know, we, we connect and we're good for each other as we grow. Yeah. And I feel like one of the things that, and we kind of had to get past a certain space. We almost had, we had to get to a space where the other one walked in what the other one originally felt. Yeah. So, like, where Morgan, and I'm not in any way saying you're not a hard worker because you absolutely are and have been, right? You know, but, like. You know, you taught me 
I would always be like, you got to work. And that's how you make things happen. Work, work, work. You know, I mean, what you get is what you give, right? And you were like, yeah, no doubt. But, like, you also have to, like, call it in and, like, bring it in, right? And I feel like we've done, like, this dance. Oh, oh damn, my dog just jumped on me. I feel like we've done this dance of, like, me stepping into calling things in more often and, like, just allowing the universe to to, to give, right? Yeah. And, and you stepping into, like, you're increasing, like, going from, like, your first, position with Ianla uh in like corporate America and like really growing it to where you're at now okay. do you know what I mean like yeah. it's which is really, really like you're fucking editing like people go to school for that and want to do that and you just worked your ass to, to there they were like yo you should do this yeah do you know what I mean like like you I don't think you realize how big of like a well I'm sure you do but I just want you to know like that shit is like even bigger than than you probably even realize. Like, that's so dope you do that. And you're killing it. And the network is utilizing your clip for their trailer. Like, what? You're fucking killing it, right? I mean this when I say this. You're going to win an Emmy. Um, You know, I don't know when, but I'm just telling you you will, you know? And that'll be in your speech. Well, my wife says a lot. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I got to a point in my life where I was like, well, shit. Feeling like it's all hard work and feeling negative is not getting me... I mean, it's gotten me this far. I'm still... I've had a successful career and stuff, but, like, like could I, what would it be if I didn't feel that way? Like, I, right. imagine what... See what I'm capable of, and I kind of had, like, eh, whatever. Atti- not an attitude, but you know what I mean? Yeah, just, just not a as doubt. Yeah, doubt. A little bit more pessimistic about yeah. things. Not not as optimistic, right? Um a little bit more, I would call it like a, just a little bit more chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I sure. definitely have had like a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you've, you've taught me to like get rid of that chip, right? I'm still Yumi. I'm still can be a little too cocky, you know, all that. But the chip is gone. Yeah. And I walk in gratitude. And I don't think, I'll never forget that conversation we had that day around you telling me in the car, you're like, you aren't grateful for shit. And I think, and I always thought, I always thought I was. I was yeah. like, no, I'm like really thankful for what I have. I don't need, so much so to the point where I, I used to get scared about talking about what I want as far as, especially career, because I didn't want anyone to think I wasn't thankful for my job. Mm-hmm. But I was more like in a space of like, I'm grateful like for my job as if like I'm not, good at what I do mm-hmm. and now I'm grateful for my job and I also know that I deserve my job do you know what I mean yeah, like I deserve that, a seat at the table like I'm I'm definitely grateful for it and I'm also deserving of it because I've worked really hard for this position you know what I mean I'll even say even on that level which I don't think about because sometimes I get telling you shit and I don't remember what to say but yeah. <laughs> um even on that like you me got a new car about a year ago yeah it's not beautiful brand new car stop current year it was a 2017 beautiful car and i remember we would be in the car and then she would look at all these other cars and be like oh that car's fire that car's fire yeah and to the outside person that wasn't you me would be like bitch you just got a brand new car like a nice car like not n- no downplay to like a toyota or a civic but like you weren't driving a honda you know what yeah, i mean it's like yeah, yeah. no i had a brand a nice new car. car i have a nice car and i have a nice car it was like you not gonna like how are you just get this thing and you're just always like outwardly mm-hmm. commenting all these other things yeah. and not to say that you can't see something else but oh that's dope yeah but it's like it just felt like you're not in appreciation for the fact that you have one of the upper class for lack of the better word cars and you're always looking at those other cars and you've stopped doing that yeah 
And like when today, I she was it, like, oh, I got to detail my car. Like, like appreciation for, like, what she has now. Yeah. Because I would never something? hear you say, like, oh, my car looks so good. Like, da-da. it was never anything like that. And I'd be like, she doesn't realize she's got a nice car. No, let me tell you something. Every day I'm in my car, at least for, like, a while now, every day that I'm in my car, every morning, really since I've been working at Century City, <laughs> But um, I I absolutely I'm like I just love my car I love my car I love my car. Like, and you I, have a car that fits into Century City. It's not like you got like a brand new. No, whatever. no. I'm every time I'm in my car I'm like I just love my car. I'm so happy about this car. Like yeah. I. But the thing is the difference is I still look at other cars like oh that's nice for sure. But you but, don't do it in a way that makes you seem ungrateful. No, I I genuinely see nice shit and be like oh that's nice. Like today right. we drove past mad houses. I was like oh babe look at that house. Like yeah. like I'm more so now when I when I look at other things. I more it, it comes more from a place of um like that's exciting that they have that. That's cool. And that's the difference. Do you know what I mean? That's the difference because what would like, be Like I'm hard, genuinely excited for those people to live yeah. in that house. Like that's and awesome. And you say it in that way. Absolutely. Which is different because yeah. in the past it would be like it would feel like you couldn't get anything for you because she's not really going to appreciate cuz you'd be looking toward the next thing. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. But now it doesn't feel like that. Anymore. No. Not at all. Like I genuinely there's two like <laughs> There's two things that I'm like every day I'm in or on, and I'm like, oh, I just love this. It's my computer yeah. and my car, yeah. <laughs> like of my possessions. You right. know what I mean? But in the past, it'd be like, okay, if I could buy that house for you, me today, Tomorrow. she'd want the next house. It'd be like yeah. it just it just felt like that. It'd be like that wouldn't be enough. But you're not like that anymore. No, I that's I I don't know. It's like I just have had this amazing shift, um, in the last year, definitely, of my life and. A lot of it is like, you know, seeing you step more into your other side, like, yo, you just got to work. You got to work your ass off. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like seeing you step into that was, was an inspiration. Cause I was like, I mean, shit, she's stepping into, to my, to me, the thing that I'm like, yo, you got to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And killing it. What's what, what harm could it be if I step into just calling things in? And I say that's the importance of saying yes, because I stepped into something that I'm killing it, but it wasn't something that I knew that I wanted to do. Yeah, for sure. Or had sought out to do. It was something that kind of landed on my lap, and I said yes to it, and then I found a passion. Yeah, you seem so much happier. Not that you seemed unhappy or uh, unhappy at work before, but like there was more like drama and shit I, that I, you dealt I like with. The people. Let me know. Yes, I do. Like you'd come home and be like, not like you didn't dis, you didn't not like anybody. You just, you know, just would seem more like drama. And even you know, like with the phone calls and stuff, like that was that was a really tough job for you. But since you've been working with these guys, you seem so um, inspired. I've always loved my position, but I will say, working with men is a lot easier to work with women, and I I work with mostly men. Me too. And that eliminates a lot of drama. I totally feel you. And so that that brings me. A lot of inspiration because <laughs> I just learn. Yeah. And they just crack jokes and talk shit, but there's no drama. There's never any drama. Women yeah. bring a lot of drama, and I'm not good with that. I've never been one that had a bunch of girlfriends. Yeah. I usually, my girlfriends like hanging around with dudes more, and so did I. Yeah. So it's, it eliminates the drama. So me working with a bunch of like older men helps because you just get to learn and you get to have fun, and the drama's gone. There's no drama. I, that honestly, like, I feel the same way. I was joking with my manager the other day around a coworker, a male who I was like, I feel like dude's got PMS, and because his personality is just like all over the place, and it's one of those like it's, I and I was just joking with my manager because I was like, it's just tough because I don't work with that many women, so 
when guys do women's stuff, it's just like, I just want to be like, bro, get it mm -hmm. together. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like, but he kind of laughed. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I love working with dudes. Y'all really don't care about just, yeah. the drama and the BS, right? I just want to work. And I was like, and it kind of is cool, like, to be the female, to be one of the few women, you know, not saying that's not a lot of women, but, like, if you took, like, the PT department and all the managers, it's mostly dudes, right? But to be one of the few women, like, honestly, like, I get to be the hero a lot because... Men don't know when to emotionally connect to somebody. <laughs> right. And, like, so there's a, there's a big part of me as a manager that I'm able to sit down with, like, my team and, and actually emotionally connect to them, um, which they're not used to seeing. So it's, right. like, all of a sudden they're, like, how would you get that trainer to be so inspired and, you know, build their business? And it's, like, I just gave a shit. Right. You know, not saying dudes don't give a shit, but you know what I mean? Like, they're just more like, come to work, do your job, go home. Yeah, like, they're more robotic. Right. And women, you know, we tend to be a little bit more empathetic. So, I like, that's literally what I do. A lot yeah. of what I do at work is just I care and I listen and all of a sudden that person. And then I mix it with what I've learned as far as, like, being more robotic and business-driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, but no, I mean, I agree. I, I feel the same way about you. I, I've seen, I've seen so much of a growth in you and not even just like with your job, but just like with you, you know, and how much you, you like the way in which like you react, the way in which like, even like down to like us having disagreements and stuff, like I see how much patience you have with me. Mm. And I want you to know that I, that means a lot to me because I'm not, I'm, I know that I can be tough, but I, I see how much patience you have with me. And that, that's like, in my opinion, part of like, you're growing, you know what I mean? Like you're learning from that and I'm learning from seeing that with you. Mm -hmm. So you absolutely are my best friend. Even when I'm pissed off at you, I don't want to talk to nobody else. I mean, <laughs> I'd be mad at yeah. her and I'd be like, dang, something funny happened. We ain't talking right we now. We can't talk. <laughs> Shit. Right. And that's how we usually break the silence because something funny happens. Mm -hmm. Or, like, something happens on TV and we're just like, fuck. Like, we've been, we, we've totally, like, kind of been bickering with each other. Put on a television and some moment happens where we, like, need to judge those people so bad. And we just, moment, we just smile and be like, all right, we're over this the shit. The best moment was, you and I weren't talking at home one night. We're just like, fuck oh, you, fuck you. Whatever. Right? No, we were like arguing. Yeah, we yeah. were full on arguing. We, we were full. not speaking. No. At all. You hated me and I hated you. I was cooking dinner. Yeah, we were full on like, I don't fuck with you. Right. I'm cooking dinner. Yumi walks in the kitchen to open the sparkling water. <laughs> this sparkling water Man. just squirts all the way to the ceiling down her shirt everywhere. It goes everywhere. Yeah, it was like the movies. We've all had but a Yumi's soda to of hold some on sort. Tight to the we're not speaking. Yeah, no, I just so she tried to not react. She's got this straight, serious face. Meanwhile, sparkling water's just shooting everywhere, <laughs> and we just all of a sudden looked at each other and just bust out laughing. We're like, okay, this is stupid. It, the moment was so tense that she tried to be so serious. I did, and I, and I kept you could squirt in the face of sparkling water everywhere. My shirt was soaking wet, but the moment was so tense that like even in while it was happening, like Joey could tell that we still were like yeah, because so like he didn't even go. You know, normally Joey would be like oh my god, oh my god, right? But he just was quiet. Like the whole oh. house was silent. Yeah, he, he was like oh shit, yeah. <laughs> and then when I laughed, he, he he started laughing and he started laughing. But that shit was like. Really, 
I was, was so hilarious. fucking. Pi- at first, I was like, "God damn it!" Like I was mad about it. Like because I already looked at her like, "Why the fuck are you coming to the kitchen? You ain't coming here. I don't care if you're dying. Right, you ain't thirst. thirsty. Don't come in here." <laughs> and I totally went in there just to fuck with her. Right. Like you I'm not that it. thirsty. We'll, we'll be, but like, I'm about we'll to get something to drink. Then she'll come around me and move stuff around. Yep. And not say I'm shit. thirsty. I'm like, nigga. you don't need nothing. I'm here. thirsty. You don't need anything. Give me this sparkling water. Like, Squirt it in your face. I'm in here like, is this hot sauce? I'll drink it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirsty, bitch. Right, like, okay. Hell yeah. Yo, somebody asked me about that the other day. Um, when I was do, uh, it's like on Friday when my coworkers, um, they were asking like, how do you like, like, what's your time with your wife spent like, or something like that. It was something like to like, you know, when you come home, and you know, like, are you guys together right away? And I was like, honestly, like, we greet each other, and I was like, but we both have pretty stressful jobs. Yeah, so like, yeah, I was like, we we typically give each other some time before we're just like, hey girl, hey, like. You know, so I, like, broke it down, and I was like, yeah, like, you know, I was like, we'll each cook, like, two times in the week. It just mm-hmm. kind of depends any given night. And um, and I was saying how, like, I kind of like our system, like, just someone cooks, and then that same person cleans, but it's like, that means, like, you get to, like, just have your food Every brought time. to you, and you get to not clean the next night. You know what I mean? And the person that's not cooking gets to be, like, in their own space. In their own bit. space, yeah. yeah. And that's what I was saying. It was, like, uh, one of my trainers. But I was telling her, like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, because the kitchen is, like, a nice area. Mm-hmm. You know, we set our little, you know, iPads or whatever up and watch a show and just cook. And the you other person gets time. to be in the room. Yeah, like, so you kind of get your, your time by yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then by the time, you know, it's all said and done, the kitchen's clean. That was like, the kid's in the bed. I was like, and then we have some time together. We get to talk and chill, so. Because it's important to decompress from your day. I think so, too. If you're in a relationship, and even, I learned that from my mom. Like, mm-hmm. she had this don't talk to me for 20 minutes role when we were growing up. When she would come home or, yeah. Yeah. And me as a kid, sometimes I would suck because it'd be like, yo, but I haven't seen you all day. I want to talk to you. But now as an adult, I get it. You get it. And she would just say, give me 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, I can be fully on for you. Yeah. But it's important to kind of like download from your day so that you can then upload for your personal life. Absolutely. But you have to release all of that because like... We live in L.A., so even the drive home, it's like you're bobbing and weaving in and out of traffic. And Absolutely. Like, I don't really listen to music in my car anymore. I listen to podcasts, but like sometimes like that will have my mind heavy on things, depending on like what podcasts I've listened to, and I'll be analyzing things and whatever, and then thinking about my day and yeah. preparing how to get Joey ready, Yeah. and then getting into mommy mode and wife mode. Like It's, it's a lot. So it's important to give your person, even if it's a fucking roommate, like... Give them time to settle back into who they are without having to be who they need to be for everybody else. And then, and then you get a better interaction with that person. But you can't expect them to be on right when they walk in the door when they've had to be on all day for work and then on with their child or their spouse or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. need to give people that you live with specifically a time to go, okay, you know, all right, and now I can get back to Morgan. Yeah. I definitely And then it can be a, a good person to be around. But if I don't get that, I'm just in overwhelming. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm ah. overwhelmed. I can't even. You and know and what? it has nothing to do with the people around me at home. It's just like I've had no time to switch modes. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's a courtesy that I wish more people would provide for you at work as yeah. well. You know, like granted, like it's you know it's your job to be on once you walk in. So like maybe something I guess I can do a little different is like give myself time to get there early. Sit in the car, kind of get my head, you know, my headspace together. 
and then walk in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes, like, this happened to me, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, literally, I walk in and, you know, I get questioned. I, I was still by the door. I hadn't mm-hmm. even made it to the reception yet. Yeah. I had my backpack on, my hoodie on. It's cold. Mm-hmm. I have my lunch and my water in my other hand. So, literally, I have, I, everything's full, right? You're getting bombarded. And it was bombarded. And it wasn't even bombarded with stuff that was, like... You mean someone's hurt on the floor right. or, you know, there's a, a member's here and their trainer's not here. Something important that I'd be like, oh, let me get to that. It was like, hey, I sent you that email. Did you get a chance? Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, hey, what time do you want this or something to happen? And it was something like for later on in the day, like mm-hmm. we were doing something like, like you know, like four. The door? Right. And it was like, I started to answer the question and then I was like, could you just give me a second? Yeah. I was like, you didn't even allow me to get into this building I did that and put my stuff down. Last week. Yeah. Because I realized I'd walked in the door and it was constant things because aside from like store producing, I put like all the legal contracts together yeah. and I gathered the photos yeah. and I had to reconnect with the our guests and everything. Yeah. And I'd walked in the door. Now, I walk in and my desk is like, because we're in a pit, so I walk in and my desk is one of the first by the door. Okay. But I had set my bag down, but then I had immediately get called to my boss's office to handle something. And it was just like thing after thing after thing after thing after thing, and like nonstop. Yeah. By the time I sat back at my desk, it was like an hour and a half, and then someone else was walking back to me, and I was like, I need a minute, because like, I, I... I literally have not even even turned my my computer computer on. on. Yeah, my computer's not even on yet. And I was like, I've been here an hour and a half. And, like, I didn't have a moment to, like, realize I was here yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me me a second. I had to say that. I was like, I need a second. Like, it's too much. I need a second. Yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to tell this person, like, yo, you need to give me a second. And I know I said it kind of rude, but it was one of those, like... Even, like, when they asked me the question, I went to, like, grab my phone to look at the time. And that was then that's when I realized I have too much shit in my hand to be grabbing yeah. my phone. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was, like, like that was what frustrated me. Because I feel like at that point, that's when the other person should have been like, you know what? Put your stuff down and then get back to me or whatever. Yeah. But, like, they didn't do that. They could see that I was struggling to, like, get my phone out. Right. And that's when I got frustrated. And I was like, could you just let me get into the office, right. please? Yeah, just let me get right. in here. And then they they were like, oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, right. And yeah. then, like, I don't know, 10 minutes later or something, I was like, okay, this is what I need from you at this right. time, right? Yeah. But I was like, I said, you know, I'm sorry that I kind of snapped, but, like, just moment. some emotional intelligence here. Like, yeah. just let... Especially if it's nothing big. If it's a big thing, I'm I'm all cool. will, I'm willing to, to stop it. dropping what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the first time, right? But don't, like, stop me on my way in asking me if I read this email yet. Right. If I have, then I'll respond. If I haven't, then I will, and I'll respond. Or I just won't respond. Like, <laughs> like But that all goes back to, like, the whole... Uh, the whole airplane and, um, instructions of like put the safety mask over yourself before yes. anybody else. That's true though. It's right? like make sure you're good because if you're not good, you can't be good for everybody else. So even if it's a second when you walk in the door at work, like take that second and then you can be good for God. <laughs> Sorry guys. Stupid as dog. Whole body. Anyway. You know, That's you gotta make good. sure you're good before a, we can be good for everybody else. Yeah. And though the airplane stewardess are just literally saying their airplane rule, it's so true on every aspect of your life. Like, put the safety mask over yourself first. Yeah, I love that. Before anybody else. That is the theme of today. Yeah. Take care of yourself. It's like we both have similar tattoos. Mine says, I can't be the best me I can be if I'm loving you more than I'm loving me. Mine says, I'll never love you more than I love myself. Right. So it's like... 
And there's nothing personal with that. Like, you absolutely will be the best you can be for everyone else if you take some time for yourself, whether that be on a vacation, a weekend, a weekday, an hour, or five minutes, whatever it is that you need. When you get home from work, when you get on the way to work, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, don't forget to stop and check in with yourself. Because my other arm says, without you, I'm just me. What am I going to do if you disappear? I got to make sure I'm good. Right. I have to. Yep. That's that's yes, your number one responsibility. So yeah. listen up. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in again. Shout out to Japan, shout out to USA, shout out oh, to Germany. Switzerland, Switzerland, Sweden. Sweden. Thank you guys out there. We really appreciate you. We're gonna keep the good stuff coming. Um if you'd like to send us a tweet, you could tweet us at at the in between pod. If you want to check out our YouTube page, you can check out our YouTube page at... At the In-Between Podcast. Uh, email us. If you have any questions, feedback, shows that we should watch, let us know. Um, email us at... At the In-Between Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Two more things. So then we got Instagram. Those of you on Instagram, hit us up. At the In-Between Podcast. And last but not least, on the Facebook. Facebook. At the In-Between Podcast. Well, all right. We can't wait to come back next week for episode 25. We'll be talking about barbershops, boogers, and drive-bys. Oh, drive-bys. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> All right. All right. Love you guys. We, we out.